Hello everybody and welcome to the Film Review Central podcast with me, Kieran Grudgens. I hope that you're all well. It is the second episode of the Journey to Phase 4 series that's coming over here on this channel where I review all 23 films from the Marvel Cinematic Universe before the release of the 24th film and the first instalment in Phase 4, in terms, in movie terms, Black Widow. If you missed episode one of this series, you can find it over here on the channel. I reviewed the 2011 film Captain America The First Avenger. Today's film is dedicated to all things Captain Marvel, the first female-led solo movie inside of the MCU and the 21st instalment overall. Now, a lot of you are thinking, why did you not start from the start of I? of the releases which would be 2008 Iron Man I'm doing this in chronological order so if anybody is struggling to know where to start to follow these films in chronological order you can check out the release dates of these podcasts so if you guys are very very few who have not checked out these films you can do it the right way so if you guys are new to my reviews in general, basically I'm just going to tell you a little bit about the film, a little bit about the, the behind-the-scenes look and how it features in the MCU, share my positives and negatives before giving an overall score out of 10. So let's go into this film then. So as I mentioned, it is the first female-led MCU movie. It is not the first female to have appeared in a Marvel title. That award goes to 2018's Ant-Man and the Wasp. But more on that as this series continues. It's the 21st film and is set in in the 90s. So definitely some 90s nostalgia that we saw inside of the film. Uh, The main casting includes Brie Larson who suited up as Captain Marvel. Samuel L. Jackson returned as fan favourite Nick Fury. Jude Law was also part of this film. Ben Mendelsohn, Gemma Chan, Lee Pace and Clark Gregg also rounded out the cast. So this film is dedicated to Carol Danvers who is a Kree warrior who crushes down on crushes down onto Earth after a mission. Whilst on Earth she discovers she used to have a life here. Now she must unite with agent Nick Fury to uncover her past while trying to fight the war between the Kree and the Skrull. So when I went into this film, I watched this film with one of my best friends, Sam. We went into this film a little bit nervous. Um, For me, obviously, looking at it, reviewing it, I was extremely nervous and wanted to be blown away by the film. I think... This character was set up, of course, at the end of Infinity War. And a lot was riding on this character. A lot of massive comic book fans said she's going to be the saviour for everything that's happened in Infinity War. She's going to come into this and be massive. Now, I hadn't watched the film. I hadn't heard anything from the character. I'd obviously watched a couple of trailers and a couple of trailers looked okay. But I wanted this film to be the best film in the MCU. Because it was about the biggest character, a very, very powerful character, but also one that we're going to have to learn about if these MCU films carry on. I was looking not what she was going to do in the next film, but also what she's going to do after that. What was she going to do after Endgame? Uh, The second film, of course, has been announced, but she was perceived as this massive character to change everything that happened in Infinity War. She was going to bring so many elements 
into this so i wanted to be blown away by this movie obviously marvel had an incredible year in 2019 with we obviously this film but also the juggernauts the massive billion dollar worldwide phenomenons that is spider-man far from home and, and avengers endgame so yeah you could say that this was the weakest out of the lot but at the end of the day it is a really good marvel film still fresh on rotten tomatoes so i'm looking forward to seeing what you guys have to say about this movie if you want to give me a review go over to the stardust app as well to share your opinions and definitely we can react to a couple of them very very soon so let's get into the positives and the negatives of this film starting of course with the positives for me the positives was that it was such a different mcu film as this character has a massive character development this is an origin story which was really really important to do an origin story because it's not a hulk it's not a spider-man it's it's not a four where we know about these characters from the comics it's something completely new you want that intrigue and how her backstory sort of links to the other installments of the mcu what i think this film did really really well was that looked at the character of captain marvel and said right we're going to chuck in every single thing that this audience needs to know about this character and make it work and i think whilst that becomes a little bit crowded for some fans i really appreciated that because like i mentioned she was going to be a big big part of endgame so we wanted to know what was going to happen we needed to know what these characters strengths and weaknesses were and it was definitely portrayed on screen very very well i thought that the writing really really leaned into that the set pieces were really nice and you definitely saw a character development of carol denvers from where she started and all the lessons she she learns and you you go into the film with a perception that it's just another hero she was considered the superman equivalent so you're going in with impressions, going in with ideas, but then you're learning a lot more. You're elaborating on them ideas, which I thought was a really, really big positive because of an origin story. It has to have that. It has to be like that. And the second positive for me is that it's cementing this character and the franchise's future. Um, you, you're going in with the Infinity Saga, I think the whole perception of the infinity saga is to end the avengers arc to end thanos's sort of reign but i i think a lot of people were caught up in that i think a lot of people were perceiving that yeah iron man's going to stay together stay alive captain america's going to keep doing what he's doing but that but unfortunately they didn't do they didn't do that and i think the whole idea about marvel going in and doing new projects and building new characters that's really really positive i think how we perceive Hulk for Captain America and Iron Man in the Infinity Saga, you've got to look at what's coming out and, and who the main characters are going to be. Black Panther's going to be one, Doctor Strange is going to be one, Spider-Man's going to be one, and then you've got Captain Marvel, who I really think this film has to cement this character in, in the future. Not in the case of her powers, not in case of what she does, but expanding this universe, allowing these films to go a little bit more experimental. I think it was inevitable that this film was going to have a sequel. I, I don't, um, I didn't imagine that it wouldn't, but I think the whole idea of this film particularly is that this character has to have a big, big future. She, uh, whether it's going to be a more standalone film where she's not going to collaborate with any other Avengers or any sort of Earth heroes that we, we've learnt about. and also, But also, 
she's going to have her own little franchise, her own little world. And I think if these films get to the point where they are going to make four films in the series, five films, you're going to want to see Captain Marvel with a whole character arc. And these films are going to feel refreshed when you go back up into space and and make sure of that so i think that was a really big positive and it has to start somewhere and it definitely starts really really well in this film and the third positive for me is samuel l jackson yes samuel l jackson one of my favorite actors i did a ranking of his highest grossing movies yesterday so that is on the channel i love him i think he's a fantastic actor and he brings the house down in this film he plays nick fury who was a character we'd seen of course, throughout the whole MCU, predominantly in Phase 1, and he had that same development, he had that same character over there, so you sort of perceive him in such a way that when it goes, when it leans away from that, you think, okay, this is completely and utterly different. Yeah, it really was. He is a fantastic character, but also you saw the humour, you saw the life that he had before all the responsibilities of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's sort of in the early days, the ideas of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Avengers initiative sort of coming together. And I think it gives a backstory to Carol Danvers. It gives a backstory to some other key characters we'll talk about in a minute. But the whole idea of bringing such a a soldier-type protagonist and a new identity and, and, you know, sort of taking away all the responsibilities of... You know, being sure because at the end of the day, he's not a superhero with superpowers or, a, you know, a big suit or something like that. He's just somebody who can control these big, big personalities in a room. And he definitely does really well in this film to see a different arc from him. But still having them sort of similar tropes that were really, really fun and comedic. Let's move on to the negatives then. For me, Brie Larson's portrayal is one of the biggest things in the film. I think... The casting choice was good. I think she looks fantastic as Captain Marvel. But I think a lot of fans reacted to that decision very negatively. And I think it shows the perception of the film when when you watch it and have all them ideas of her, you know, very, very outspoken, probably not fitting the the sort of stereotypical thing you find in actors in big franchises. But away from that, I thought it was very, very dull. She didn't really have them human elements that I thought she really would do. Um, I thought that the whole idea of her having all of these powers would definitely very much ground her very, we have this character wanted to know about her past, but it just wasn't that exciting because of her betrayal was very, very bland. Her character and chemistry with other actors sometimes was really, really weak. And I thought the whole idea of leaning on people and, you know, using not using them but sort of wanting them to help her it doesn't help when you always have to constantly remind about her performance and you know we mentioned Samuel L. Jackson's portrayal of Nick Fury that outshined her and I think that the whole idea of having a solo film having your first film you have to have you know a grand, fantastic performance and whilst the film was good whilst the character was you know, nicely introduced. I don't personally think that she had a better performance than the supporting characters. Another negative here is I'm I'm not picking on people. This is just a review, but her and certain characters were really really annoying in this film. And I've got the cast list up in front of me here, and I'll just go through a couple of them. I mean, Jude Law, Yon Rog, really like Jude Law. I think he's a great actor. Had some nice scenes. But he was just a he was just a villain that kept 
coming back and back and you think you're not you're not gone yet you know and I think he obviously taught Carol Danvers all of these different messages it was definitely nice to see that happening having that you know force of opposition but again he wasn't the best Ben Mendelssohn was good I like Ben Mendelssohn anyway um Lesha Lynch who played Maria Rambo very good very good but I think again her character was much more of a supporting character she needed that you know person on earth that knew her before but again does she have that dominance on the story not very much uh people like Lee Paces when Hunsu didn't have a lot these are fan favorite characters from one of the more positive MCU films in Guardians of the Galaxy and I really think it should have leaned more into their story, their interactions, because, you know, Captain Marvel with, with the timeline, was she going to interact with many Avengers or many villains? Probably not, but that was a really nice thing to do. And that just didn't happen. Annette Benning's character was the most useless character I think I've seen in the MCU film today. It was not good at all. Don't understand why she was in there. Didn't really have a place into it. Was was trying to tell these massive backstories, but were not really focused in the rest of the plot and had no sort of character arc so not very many negatives in the film um which i'll get on onto my overall but the, but for me that's something that really really knocked it down so out of 10 then i give this film a seven i thought that the idea and the portrayal of captain marvel was really good to non-comic book fans and the story arc is constantly driven through the film through her character development but I think the pacing at the beginning is very, very slow. The action's dragged out. And there's certain characters here that if the film wasn't, if the film didn't contain these characters, it would just be just a bit, it'd literally just be the same. So that's it for the review of Captain Marvel, the second film in our journey to phase four. We will return with the beginning film the one that started it all iron man in the next couple of days so check that out as well plus all the other podcasts that are coming up next week i will upload my podcast plan as usual on my instagram frc underscore podcast and if you want to go over and download that stardust app i was mentioning to you earlier uh, go over there on android on iphone so many good play stores and then also find my account as well so you can see what reviews i put on there again same account name and just start creating and talking about films i don't know what the next podcast will be about but there'll be something that you love see you in a bit